بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم حضرت مولانا رومی رحمۃ اللہ علی یوسٹوسی اے خدا جویم توفیق ادب کہ بے ادب محروم ماند از فضل رب او اللہ آئی بیگ یو فار دا توفیق آف ادب that I have respect within my heart because the person who is be'adab and who does not have respect then he is deprived of the grace of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala we were speaking about these two qualities adab and talab the system of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is that if someone wants to benefit someone wants to receive something then he needs to have these two qualities One is he needs to have respect, respect from the recesses of his heart and he also needs to have a burning desire, he needs to have a talab. Human beings normally, when they hear of something, then they desire for it. A person hears of some good food, he wants to eat it. He hears of some holiday destination, he wants to go there. So we need to have that desire when it comes to deen. We need to have that desire when it comes to the spiritual gifts and favors of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And until unless you do not have this desire in your heart and you do not have that respect, then you can go to the most sacred gathering, the most blessed gathering, you can be among the most pious people, but you will not benefit anything. Look in the time of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. They were disbelievers in Makkah Mukarramah. They lived with Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. They seen him. They spent time with him. But because they were not prepared to accept, they were disbelievers. They did not have respect in their hearts. They did not think that this is Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. If he's telling us something, definitely this is true. So they did not benefit. You have the hypocrites. They were there in the company of Rasulullah in Medina Munawara. But no benefit. Why? Because no respect. They were not prepared to accept. They didn't want to believe. In their hearts, they felt to themselves, they knew more. Why must they listen to Rasulullah Why do they have to follow his teachings? We know more. We know more about life. We are human beings, he is a human being. So they did not have any respect. The result was there was no benefit. On the contrary, you find Sahaba radiallahu ta'ala anhum. What a high level of respect they had for Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi Even when Nabi sallallahu alayhi would make wuzu, they won't even let the water of wuzu fall down. Someone is waiting to collect the water of wuzu for barakat. That this is Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi This is the barakat that we can get from him. Everyone's actually rushing. Someone got some, someone did not get anything, then he's asking his friend, whatever, a little bit wetness you got on your hand, rub that on me as well. Hazrat Umar Sulaim radiallahu ta'ala anha was the aunt of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Sometimes Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam would go and he would sleep in her house in the afternoon, Qaylula. So she would collect the perspiration of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Wherever 
there was any perspiration of Rasulullah she would go and collect that perspiration and then she would take that and add it to the itar. And that gave the itar such a beautiful fragrance. Naturally, the perspiration of Rasulullah had such a beautiful fragrance. And one day Rasulullah saw her doing this and she asked her, Oh, Ms. Sulaim, what is this? He says, No, Rasulullah, we collect this and we add it to our itar, and this is a barkat for us and for our children. Until now, you will get people who have got that ether. Obviously, it must have been mixed many, many times. But there's still some remnants of the perspiration of Rasulullah Someone got the Mubarak hair of Rasulullah They're actually fighting to get the hair. Rasulullah in the final Hajj, he's removed his hair and Sahaba wanted hair. And someone got it and they're keeping it very safely. And anyone is sick, then they're putting the hair in the water. And they're giving that person to drink that water, to apply the water to the body. This was the level of respect Sahaba radiallahu anhum had for Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And then you see now, you see how Sahaba radiallahu ta'ala anhum, how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala blessed them. Allah ta'ala himself in the Quran Sharif is announcing, radiallahu anhum wa radwan. Allah is pleased with them and they please with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So look at this quality of respect, how far it can take a person, how much benefit a person can get. Respect for Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, for Sahaba, for pious people, for awliya, for the masjid, for azan, for Mubarak times, Mubarak nights, the month of Ramadan, the azan, all these different things. We have to have that respect within our hearts. One person, he came to Hazrat Gangoy Rahmatullahi and he brought three khajur, three dates. He said, these three dates, I brought it from Madina Munawara. You know, pious people, when you give them something from Madina Munawara, how happy they become. Someone comes and put one, one million dollars now in your hand, how excited we'll get. They should get more excited if you told them this thing is from Madina Munawara. So this person came and told Hazrat Gangoy Rahmatullahi, this date palm is in the courtyard of the masjid. That time now, I managed to get three dates and I, I brought that for you. Hazrat Gangoy Rahmatullahi was so excited, so happy. He said that every person in our family, old and young, must eat one piece of this. So what they did, they took the three dates, they chopped it up, small, small, small pieces. From the smallest child in the family to the oldest person, everyone must get one piece. They must enjoy eat one piece of this because nobody must be deprived of the barakah and the blessings. And yeah, you can have dates from Madina Munawara, you can have Ajwa dates, you can have Zamzam water, who cares? Who really worries now anymore? Whether this is from Madina, Munawara, or where this is from. But this was respect. They understood anything now, even affiliated to the city of Rasulullah We have to show the highest respect to it, and we need to benefit from it. We need the barakah, we need the blessings. They had that desire, because they understood that barakah is a very, very important component within our lives. 
And that is something that we lack. We've got everything. We've got wealth. We've got good homes. We've got good cars. We've got different varieties of food. But what we lack is barakah. How many people already got that barakah? Barakah is what will, will bring fulfillment. That is what will bring happiness. That is what will bring satisfaction. All the wealth in the world. Give the person all the luxuries, all the comforts. Still he'll be unsatisfied. Still something is not right in his life. So one person brought the shawl. And he gave it to Hazrat Gangoi Rahmatullahi. And he told him, this is from Medina Munawara. He got so excited, took the shawl, he put it by his eyes, put it on his face. So someone told him, Hazrat, this thing is not manufactured in Medina Munawara. It's not made in Medina Munawara. This is made some other country and then it's taken to Medina Munawara. So Hazrat said, Kya is parto Medina ki hawa to nahi lagi? That the air of Medina Munawara not touched this. Just the fact that this thing was in Medina Munawara, the air of Medina Munawara touched this year, that's more than sufficient for me. I am so excited for that barakah and that blessings. So this is the type of adab we need to have within our hearts. And the talab, we need to have this burning desire. Allah Ta'ala, do not deprive us. Like how when it comes to materialistic things, nobody wants to be deprived. Every person wants to have benefit from materialistic things. I must have it, my children must have it, my grandchildren must have it. More important than the materialistic favors, we need the spiritual favors of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It is the spiritual favors that will bring that happiness and that satisfaction. We should have that desire within our hearts. Alhamdulillah, tonight is a very great night, the shab barat Ulama explained, after Laylatul Qadr, this is the greatest night in the year. But Laylatul Qadr, according to the preferred view, we don't know 100% which night it will be. Although there is one famous view is that it is on the 27th night, but the other view is that it's in the last 10 nights of Ramadan, and there's more hope of it being in the odd night. But the shab barat we know definitely it is tonight. So you don't have to make ibadat for 10 nights, you got the one night. And remember the night starts after Maghrib. On this night, the rivers of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's rahmat are flowing. You know, that's, that's the magnanimity of this night. That's how great this is. You know, rivers of Allah's rahmat. From sunset, announcements are being made in the skies. We cannot hear it. But Rasulullah informed us, Alamim mustafirin fa'afira, what do you want? You want forgiveness? Allah Ta'ala says, I'll forgive you. You want sustenance? I will give you that sustenance. Don't worry about the economy. Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala's treasures are overflowing. The economy can go down, everything can go down. Allah's treasures never deplete. You want sustenance? I'll give you the sustenance. You got some problem, you got some difficulty, you got some sickness, you want ease, you want comfort, I will give it to you. What do you want? It's like the king knocking at your door. Imagine a king is knocking at your door and he's saying you buy what you want. And then you still deciding to play with your cell phone. You know, you got your cell phone, you're sitting on social media, you're talking to your friends, you're wasting time. Isn't that foolishness? Definitely, it's the height of negligence. It's the height of foolishness. So the night starts after Maghrib. Just received one clip the other day. Hazrat Mawlana Salim Dorat Sahib, Damat Barkatum, he was quoting Hazrat Mufti Ahmad Khan Puri Sahib, Damat Barkatum, that he told him 
that on every big night, all this Laylatul Qadr and every Shab-i Barat, first of all, from Maghrib to Isha, I make sure I'm, I'm in Ibadat. Because that is the time when I'm the most focused. Now, after Isha, then it starts getting up at late, person gets tired, so you still do Ibadat. But he said, from Maghrib to Isha, I make sure at least that one, one and a half hour, that is spent in Ibadat. And the second thing he mentioned about Hazrat Mufti Sahib, is that, that Hizbul Azam, is a, this is a kitab on duas. We must have these kitabs. This is so important for us to have all these kitabs. Keep it with us wherever we go. Because this Hizbul Azam, the way it has been prepared, is that you complete the kitab over seven days. So for every day, there's an allocated amount of duas to read. The duas of Rasulullah duas of Sahaba, duas of pious people. So that whole kitab, he reads it on that night. The whole Hizbul Azam, he reads on the shab barat So these pious people, they take maximum benefit from these Mubarak nights. First of all, let us make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allows us to take maximum benefit from the shab barat Allah ta'ala allows us to witness the shab barat Who knows? Till the night who will be here, who won't be here. There's no guarantees that anyone is going to be here. But may Allah Ta'ala bless us with this Mubarak night and many more of these Mubarak nights. And Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala give us the tawfiq to take maximum benefit and make this intention that inshallah this will be the best Shabbat Barat in my life. The best Shabbat Barat, I will make the most dua. I will cry to Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. I will draw from the treasures of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. Make tawbah, make istighfar. We all are sinners. From head to toe, we are filled with sins. So don't at any point think to yourself that no person should think to himself that, you know, me, I don't have any sins. We are filled with sins. Most of the time we don't even know what sins we are committing. Sometimes sins of the heart, sins of the mind, sins of the eyes. So make tawbah, make istighfar, turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, spend this night in ibadat, spend this night in tilawat, spend this night in zikr and dua, give sadaqah, give some sadaqah, whatever is within our capacity. As far as the roza, then the ideal was that we kept all three rozas that was yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Because the ayame bees, this was the sunnah of Rasulullah every month, 13, 14, 15. But if for some reason we did not fast yesterday and today, then make sure we keep the roza tomorrow, the 15th of Shaban. There's great virtue for this roza because this is a sunnah of Rasulullah and it is... The big night is coming, and then the roza that comes after that also has got great virtue in it, just as the night has got virtue. So let us try and fast and make a lot of dua, dua for ourselves, dua for our families. You know, some pious people, they should actually write down what duas they need to make. Sometimes we forget. Sometimes we need to make certain duas. So think about it. All the people we need to make dua for, our children, our grandchildren, whatever, small thing, big thing, anything. Ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Nothing is difficult for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And let us make dua for the entire ummah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. May Allah grant us the true understanding.